Welcome to Storytime with Grandma Rachel. I'm Grandma Rachel, and it's time to settle in. Get comfy in your favorite overstuffed chair. Escape into your imagination and the power of story. Listen in or read along. The choice is yours. I hope you'll join in often because story time is one of the most memorable ways to share time with the people you love. Let's get started. Ruckus and Rufus, Chapter 1, Lost Kittens In the pouring rain in the middle of the night, Ruckus and Rufus, a pair of confused black kittens, were lost, abandoned at the Ridge Bridge. Ruckus and Rufus looked at each other, uncertain where they were. They opted to walk along the ridge, tracking towards the sound of running water. By sunrise, Ruckus and Rufus found a beaver dam and pond and a small waterfall that flowed gently into a rock gully. Oh, that looks like fun, Ruckus said to Rufus. I wonder if we can help with that dam. Full of kitten energy, Ruckus and Rufus bounded over to the dam, accidentally knocking out a few critical support structures. Leaping off the dam just before it collapsed, releasing a flash flood into the gully, Ruckus and Rufus were just having fun. Splashing near the clearing by the creek by the crooked oak tree, Spunky and the puppers were surprised by a flash flood. Some of the puppers were swept down the creek in the flash flood. Fortunately, none of them were hurt. In fact, most of them rather enjoyed the challenge. As quickly as the flood arrived, the water slowed down to a trickle. Definitely odd, but the forest clan returned to their daily routines. Ping! Ping! Abby rang the bicycle bell before descending the tree. Following right behind, Molly also rang the bell and joined Abby in the now waterlogged clearing. From the safety of their tree, they had watched the water flood the area as it crashed along the creek. Wow, that was very strange, wasn't it, Spunky? Is everyone all right? asked Abby. Seems to be. The puppers found it fun. A rare rogue wave in the creek. Odd. Hey, you there! What are you doing? asked the Rizzer foreman. Stay away from the dam. It's dangerous. Please don't damage the dam. Even as kittens, Ruckus and Rufus were already bigger than the Rizzers. Oh, hi, I'm Ruckus, and this is Rufus. We're new to the ridge. Can we help? We're strong and getting stronger. If this is your idea of helping, no thank you. Dam management is very important work, and you cannot simply topple everything over, explained the foreman. Pawing at the dirt, dropping their heads, Ruckus and Rufus were disappointed. We didn't mean to break it. We're sorry, Ruckus apologized. We can help fix it, please. We have nowhere to go, pleaded Rufus. Rizzers are not very smart about many things, but they do know a lot about dam management and repair. The foreman thought a couple of strong young kittens might be helpful to gather oversized branches to reinforce the dam. Okay, you can help, but you must follow instructions. No roughhousing said the foreman. We will need you to drag some larger branches close to the dam once we locate the best ones. Ruckus and Rufus were very high energy and super enthusiastic, bouncing and bounding everywhere they went. They were more than happy to drag branches close to the beaver dam, some of them twice the usual size. Unfortunately, the other workers were not able to lift the larger branches to position them within the dam. So it was up to Ruckus and Rufus to position them. 
They did their best to follow instructions, but it did not go well. The Tifik, the dam construction advisors of the Rizzer, were much smaller than Ruckus and Rufus and refused to cooperate. They are unsafe for us. They have too much energy for the meticulous placement of the supporting branches. The Rizzer did their best to rebuild the dam without the Tifik expertise, and though not perfect, they were able to stop up the stream. Back at the clearing by the creek, the next day, the creek was completely dried up. This is odd, Spunky and Moon commented to each other. The following day, there was another flash flood. This time, Molly and Abby had been in the clearing and were washed down the flooded creek. Fortunately, Spunky had been watching and was able to pull them to safety. And then again, the creek was completely dry. After a third flash flood, Spunky and Moon suspected there may be a problem upstream at the Rizzer Dam and decided to investigate. Please send a message to Busy, Moon asked Radar. Let them know there seems to be a problem at the Rizzer Dam. Later that afternoon, Spunky and Moon stood overlooking the Rizzer Dam from the ridge. Where are the Tiffic? Moon asked Spunky. Don't they help with the specific details of dam management? Yep, they do, or at least they did, answered Spunky, also confused. The Rizzer were busy at dam repair. They just couldn't get it right to keep the structure secure without the Tiffic's expert assistance. While Spunky and Moon were watching, the dam burst again, sending another flash flood towards the clearing by the creek. Hey guys, where are the Tiffic? Don't they help with dam management and repair? asked Moon, calling to the Rizzer foreman as they walked down to the job site. They are on strike, said the foreman, and won't work with our new super-efficient laborers. Ruckus and Rufus love to play, and the Tiffic find the size difference a bit intimidating. Add in their excess energy, and, well, the Tiffic stay in their bushes, answered the foreman. Sneaking up from behind, Ruckus and Rufus pounced on top of Spunky and Moon, knocking them off balance, but not into a tumble. Yes, we help. It's so fun, so fun, called Rufus. Moon turned to Spunky with a surprised expression, saying, Interesting choice of words, huh? Spunky was equally surprised. So fun, so fun was Spunky's most commonly used phrase. Hey, when did you guys show up? asked Spunky. Both Ruckus and Rufus shrugged their shoulders and playfully tumbled and rolled over to the dam. Just then, Radar joined the conversation. Busy and his friends are on their way. They suggested dam repairs stop for now and let the stream flow naturally until they arrive. Several dam failures can ruin the base structure and then the dam may need to be relocated. They fear that may already be the problem at hand. Ruckus, Rufus, time to go. Please come with us to the forest, Moon called, motioning with his paws for them to join him. For sure, they cheered in harmony, bounding over to Spunky and Moon, skidding to a stop at Moon's feet. The Rizzer are very appreciative of your enthusiasm, but we need your help in the forest, explained Moon. I am Spunky, and this is Moon. Are you our new boss? Ruckus asked Spunky. Sort of, answered Spunky, for a bit.
Ruckus and Rufus, Chapter 2, Adoptive Tomcat. Spunky, Moon, Ruckus, and Rufus returned to the forest. Ruckus would often dart off after a chipmunk or bird or blowing leaf and would return to pounce on Rufus. The two would tumble in a pile, laughing. Rufus would sometimes stop and simply refuse to move. Then he would leap as far as he possibly could. On one occasion, he landed and tumbled down a hill and almost toppled a bee honey box. I have forgotten how much energy puppies or kittens can have, said Moon. These two are most exuberant. Ruckus and Rufus were constantly off the trail, hunting and pouncing and tumbling in a ball of fur. Despite the half-day hike back to the clearing by the creek, they seemed no less tired. When they saw all the puppers, they were simply delighted. More friends, squealed Ruckus, and pants rolled, tumble and run, the game was on. Much to everyone's surprise, when they saw Molly and Abby, two tiny tabby cats, approach, they hid behind Spunky, frozen in fear. They would not speak. They would only look at the ground, pawing nervously, much like a kitten would hide behind their mother when they sensed danger for the first time. I think they have adopted Spunky, Sunny quietly whispered to Shine, chuckling. You might be right there, answered Shine. He will make a fantastic tomcat. Whatever is the matter, asked Molly, looking at Spunky with two very large kittens cowering behind him. Apparently, you two are very scary to our guests, answered Sunny. There are guests, asked Abby, peering over Spunky's back. Yes, two tomcat kittens full of energy and enthusiasm, explained Shine. They have been playing with the puppers. Well, at least they were, until you two arrived. Interesting, added Abby. We must somehow resemble someone they know. Perhaps. It seems they have adopted Spunky as their tomcat role model, answered Sunny. It's delightful to watch. Where did they come from? asked Molly. No one knows. They showed up early one morning at the Rizzer Dam and had been helping with dam maintenance. And, well, let's just say it didn't go too well. Molly was trying to coax the kittens to come out from behind Spunky. But despite using her kindest and sweetest voice, they would not look up. Hello, fellas, whispered Molly. No answer. My name is Molly. What is yours? Ruckus, answered Ruckus with an almost silent whisper, and this is Rufus. Rufus would not talk. How did you get to the forest? They both shrugged their shoulders, looking down at the ground. Have you been here long? Ruckus shook his head briefly. No. Do you have family nearby? Silently, both shook their heads no, looking further downcast, close to tears. Shine suggested Molly and Abby give them some space. Something is up with Mama Cat or some other cat, Shine guessed. It will take some time for them to move beyond their fearful memories, whatever those may be. Molly and Abby moved along into the meadow, disheartened at the response they created for the forest guests. Rackus and Rufus watched silently as Molly and Abby trotted off to the meadow. As soon as Molly and Abby disappeared into the tall grass, Ruckus and Rufus bolted out from behind Spunky, tumbling over his back, pouncing onto the unsuspecting puppers. Hey, slow down there, fellas, 
suggested Spunky, fully aware his suggestion would fall on deaf ears. Spunky walked over and picked up Ruckus puppy-style and carried him over to the base of the oak tree. Rufus followed along, not wanting to be separated from Ruckus. Dropping Ruckus on the ground, Rufus curling up next to him, Spunky shook his head and said, Not cool, guys, not cool. Instantly, Ruckus and Rufus dropped their heads and pulled their ears back as if waiting for a slap. These delightful, albeit overly rambunctious kittens were afraid they were going to be smacked across the head. Concerned with this response, Spunky curled up around them, speaking softly. You guys are safe here, said Spunky. No one will hurt you, but there are some rules. Ruckus and Rufus, Chapter 3, Exploring Kicking up a leaf, Molly was quiet in the meadow after the encounter with Ruckus and Rufus. It's not our doing, Molly, reassured Abby. There is an untold story creating their distress. I know, I know, Molly sighed. I hope we can help get them past whatever it is. Have you ever seen such huge kittens? Molly asked. It depends how old they are, answered Abby. But I agree, they are really big kittens and seem very young. The next day, Busy and his two beaver friends stopped by the clearing by the creek on their way to assist at the Rizzer Dam. Normar floods and the creek has not run dry for the past two days, Spunky reported, giving a short update on the creek water flow. We did tell the Rizzer to wait to rebuild the dam until you were able to access the situation, Moon added. And we removed the source of the problem, Moon said, tilting his head towards Ruckus and Rufus, who were bounding and playing excitedly with the puppers. Ruckus and Rufus decided to follow Busy and his friends over to the ridge. Instead of following up along the ridge, the pair headed further down the trail past the tombstone that marks the entrance to the ancient cemetery. Ruckus and Rufus had never seen a cemetery before, and it seemed like an interesting place to explore. They stalked around all of the tombstones, big and small, cracked and tipped over. They had no idea what the stone letter carving said, but the brambles and the old cracked moss-covered stones created an ominous feeling. Exploring around the ancient cemetery into the brambles, they were breaking through a lot of spider webs. Clearly, not many forest animals passed this way. I wonder where this goes once you get through the thick of the brambles, Ruckus asked Rufus, following along a small trail. Wiping sticky webs off his whiskers, Rufus pleaded with Ruckus, I don't think we should go any further. Spunky said to stay close to the creek. We need to follow the rules. But Ruckus didn't answer. Ruckus? Rufus asked in a loud whisper. Hey, Ruckus, this isn't funny. We need to go back before we are missed. Rufus slowly stalked ahead, and peering over a fallen log, he saw Ruckus face to face with an angry badger. Go away, growled the badger. You are trespassing, and you will get us into trouble with the forest folk. No, I won't. They are very friendly, answered Ruckus, unafraid. Why shouldn't I explore? Leave now, the badger insisted, growling louder. 
You are not welcome. Go away. Rufus heard other voices in the distance coming closer. Uncertain what to do, Rufus thought a distraction might be helpful, so he pushed over an unstable branch, which tumbled towards Ruckus and the threatening badger. Startled by the crashing branch, the badger retreated, leaving Ruckus alone. Ruckus, come here, this way, whispered Rufus. What did you do that for, Rufus? Ruckus complained. He was unfriendly and was about to slap you with his claws, Rufus explained. It's time to go. Ruckus and Rufus backtracked their route through the brambles and were met by Eli and Everett, who were waiting in the ancient cemetery. Hey, fellas, you cannot be here. This area is very dangerous and out of bounds, explained Eli. I met this nasty rodent with sharp teeth and claws, Ruckus said very calmly. He told me to go away. I told him the forest folk are very friendly and he should meet them, when Rufus knocked over a tree branch to scare him away. There were others approaching, depended Rufus, and he was about to slap Ruckus across the face. Ruckus, we have met these rodents before. They are called badgers, explained Eli. They are very cruel and dangerous. During this brief discussion, Everett was watching the brambles, looking for any sign of pursuit. It looks like they were not followed. We should go. Eli, Everett, Ruckus, and Rufus returned up the path towards the entrance tombstone when they heard a threatening hiss. You have attacked us unprovoked when we stayed in peace out of your lands. Get out! Another voice grunted, We shall see, we shall see. What do you suppose that means? Everett asked Eli. We shall see. We shall see what? Oh, I hope another international incident hasn't been triggered, Eli whispered to Everett with a bit of a worried laugh. Okay, friends, that's it for today. I'm Grandma Rachel, and I believe adventure has a way of finding those who look for it. Will you dare to look? Remember, your imagination is brilliant. Use it every single day. Until next time, this is Grandma Rachel. See you soon.